Hello and welcome to the Foreign Influence Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Nikolai. And we are here on, is it a beautiful day here? It's kind of overcast. I don't know. It's fine here in the beautiful state of Illinois in the U.S. How about there in Singapore? It's always fine in the beautiful state of Singapore, sir. <laughs> it's always it's always nice around here. There was a little of thunderstorm uh, thunderstorm that came our way earlier, but it's all good now. So it's all good. We had one go through nice, about warm, uh, humid. ten miles south of us uh, day before last. Ten miles is how many kilometers? You know, I never got these conversions down. Uh, yeah, we're just over here in the royal system. Anyway, not too far away. 80 mile per hour winds, what would that be? 120 kmh, something like that. Plowed through, took out trees, took out power. But we're fine here. Oh, we're shit. good. So that's all that matters. We're fine. We're good. We're good. Well, at least it wasn't an earthquake. <laughs> oh, <you know? laughs> we did. We did. We had an earthquake about three days ago. Uh, it actually happened in Indiana, but I felt it. Um, no one else in the Crazy. house did. That was the drugs kicking in, maybe. Oh, <laughs> It was just you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they didn't feel it. It was a weird sort of sensation. Weird. Yeah. Uh, it was like oh, 3.8 yeah. on the Richter scale and uh, just had this strange kind of wavy feeling for a second. And I almost felt like I heard a rush of wind. It was, it was, it's oh. bizarre, but it was real. So you were like, I'm done for it. This is it. This is it. I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stroking out. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Nope, just an earthquake. Nothing to worry about. But you're not in the earthquake country, are you? There's not. Are there supposed to be earthquakes? Where, well, the yeah. Where so are? the geology here is extremely stable, except huh. along the Mississippi River, um, there is a huge fault that can be quite dangerous. Uh, that slips every once in like a couple of centuries. Uh, so like there was a giant one about uh, 300 years ago that like re reversed the Mississippi River for a little while until it found its new course. And so we can get big ones, but yeah, I, it's not California. I uh, just I just can't believe how this sentence started with the geology here is extremely stable. <laughs> <laughs> I've looked at this stuff before. I think it's yada yada yada, but we live on this giant fault line that's gonna one day swallow us lie. <laughs> Like, all right, sure. Well, okay, fine, fine. It's horrible. Don't come here, people. Stay away. <laughs> hey, no one's lining up, dude. That's <laughs> sure where you think you are. But it's no one's lining up. <laughs> we just need to market ourselves better. A little more Facebook yeah, sure. and Instagram or something. Hey, now that you have earthquakes, you might get, you know, tourists. Yes, we'll get disaster tourism. Yeah, yeah disaster tourism. We there, can work on go. this. We can work on this. Mm -hmm. You know, though, you won't. The next time we record here in a couple of weeks, uh, mm -hmm. roughly, you won't have Singapore to kick around anymore. Oh, no, I won't. I'll be back in the old country, sir. I'll be back in France. Ah, nice. Mm -hmm. We will still be international here on the show. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 Oh, very that will cool. never change. Uh, unless somehow magically, again, you know, I move to Peoria, which... <laughs> You know, as I pointed out earlier, the, since no one's lining up, I'm not sure. <laughs> you know, but for you, we would roll out the welcome mat. We we we, we want Nikolai here. I'm going to start well, we should a campaign, at least a GoFundMe campaign. One recording in Peoria, though. I'm going to visit sometime, sometime, and and then you'll over see. There, we should record in Peoria, and yeah. then you'll see what I've been talking about. Exactly, all the cows, <laughs> the, 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 the wild cows running around freely. Exactly. 
the earthquakes, the tornadoes. I'll try to arrange a couple of those natural disasters while you're here. It might be tough, but I'll see what I can do. Hey, happy Father's Day, by the way. Or is this not Europe or Asia's Father Day? Father's Day. Uh, I was given some poetry this morning, so that might explain it. (laughs) (laughs) So it is Father's Day there as well. Okay. It's the same holiday. Uh, actually, I'm not sure, but I, I, we did, I, I know it's Father's Day in France. I'm not sure about Singapore. Because okay. Mother's Day did not line up, if I recall. Yeah, so I'm, I'm doubtful Father's Day does, to be honest. <laughs> uh, I'm, it probably doesn't. But, you know, whatever. Hey. You know, in Europe, you just have to be different. You go out of your way to be different. Right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> beautiful and unique snowflakes. But I, what do you want me to say? Good. That's, that's the way... That's the way I like it to be. And you're going to get vaccinated before you go back, correct, sir? Yes, correct. I will be returning to France fully vaccinated, fully juiced up. Fantastic. Uh, with full 5G reception. Should be great. Oh, on that. Here, let me, uh, let me play this for you because there's some concern about that. Sure, you've seen the pictures all over the Internet of people who've had these shots and now they're magnetized. They can put a key on their forehead, it sticks. They can put spoons and forks all over them and they can stick. Because now we think that there's a metal piece to that. There's been people who've long suspected that there was some sort of an interface, yet to be defined, an interface between what's being injected in these shots and all of the 5G towers. Not proven yet, but we're trying to figure out what is it that's being transmitted to these unvaccinated people. We have questions. I see you have many questions. Uh, <laughs> might I recommend uh, working on your educational system? <laughs> this was at a hearing in Ohio a couple of weeks ago where people wow. were complaining about vaccination. But you see, you haven't experienced this yet because you're not fully vaccinated. Right, right. Is, is this the video where the woman and then subsequently tries to put stuff on her face to show that? You know, oh, I don't know. I only saw that part. Oh. Do you do you know do you know who James Randi was? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, a Randall. skeptic, magician. Yep, yep. Born in Toronto, died in 2020, I think. Uh, he addressed this. Uh, I think <laughs> this is one of the one of the many tricks uh, he debunked. I think he did it on Japanese television, if I'm not mistaken, where there were people saying that they had supernatural powers that they could make stuff stick to them with their life force, right? Uh, what he did, I, I think if I remember correctly, he applied a very fine powder to their chest, uh, which uh, wouldn't interfere, you know, with either magnetism or any kind of known force, uh, but which does interfere with sweat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and other things that can make objects stick to your body. Generally tacky slight, things, yeah. Slightly, at a slight incline, and then subsequently... Uh, none of their tricks worked anymore. He was famous for his uh, $1 million offer, wasn't he? Um, that if someone... Was it a million? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the, like the million-dollar challenge, that if somebody could actually survive his challenges and prove something paranormal, he had a million bucks waiting for them, and, and yeah, nobody yeah. ever collected. Seems like a pretty good deal, if you ask me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if I had powers, bucks. I would certainly go and get the million bucks. Yeah, it should be super easy, right? right. And that, now I yeah, have powers be super, super because easy. I've I've had the vaccine. I, I'm good to go. Like, 
I am good to go. Like imagine if you're like uh, if you're Vision, right? Let's say you're Vision from uh, from from one Vision from Marvel. Mm-hmm. Right? You just show up, you, you you make something float, you hover, a million bucks. Yeah, it's pretty easy. God, people, yeah. come on, you 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 so you people with your powers, just maybe. get it done. Well, they weren't vaccinated. I should have pointed out. So maybe next year. But, but he's dead now. You know, but this stuff here is in part why we can't have nice things. Before we started recording, we were talking about vaccination rates. At least in the U.S., it has totally plateaued. We are basically stuck at 50%, call it. At 50? Yeah, yeah that's, not, that's not good. And it's not going to get the job done. It, that's not where you want to get stuck, man. Um, 50% is just not enough to offer... Um, to, to, to offer herd immunity or, you know, it, it, it's great for the people who are vaccinated. Yeah. It's not so great for the people who cannot get vaccinated, for example. They don't know it yet. Um, oh, I see your point. No, but the, the people who, for health reasons, cannot get it. Yes, yes. Right, 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 right. They're basically just completely fucked if, <laughs> if this is where you plateau. You know, that's a great uh, point because I, I was going to make the point. I've kind of been having this thought that personal responsibility is back. Because uh, something that really drove me crazy in the early days of this, the people who didn't take any of the physical distancing measures or masking seriously, or the virus at all seriously, was that you couldn't link their behavior back to personal responsibility. Your Mm -hmm. irresponsibility toward controlling the disease has knock-on effects that you are responsible for, but they cannot be tied back to you. And now I and my family and many people I know can still go out safely because so far the vaccine seems to be pretty good at preventing heavy sickness, hospitalization, and death, even against the new variants. So we are protected. We can go live our lives. And the Delta variant is just going to rip through these people. And they have no one to blame but themselves. But now you bring this up, and it has me questioning that. It's like, yeah, there are people who still cannot get this. Uh, so there still will be this knock-on effect. But no, even then, we can blame it on the people who could still get it just fine, no health issues. Uh, we can blame those sicknesses on them. Because at least here in the States, man, it is widely available. It is free. They can get it. And the people who get sick from now on... How is it not on them? Am I being too harsh about this? It's on them. Yeah, I think you're being a little bit too harsh. Um, okay, so a couple of things. I was, I, I'm deeply impressed by the wide availability of the vaccines. I had a friend who lived here in Singapore, recently moved back uh, to the U.S. and who got vaccinated at the airport, <laughs> basically, uh, as soon go. as he landed. Uh, great, right? So that's that's really, really great. Um, so there... Like you pointed out, there's plenty of people who c- cannot take the vaccine for health reasons, right? And they're just wildly exposed uh, by the irresponsibility of the people who will not get vaccinated yeah. uh, for what they consider to be legitimate concerns. Um, I think you're being a little bit too harsh because people, you know, stupid people don't deserve to die. Um, <sighs> yeah. Just because they're 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 not the smartest and won't get vaccinated doesn't mean that, you know, their families deserve to be um ripped apart by illness so um, okay so what do you do well you um yeah i don't know what you do but isn't that you do lotteries you do lotteries wouldn't this be powerful messaging to say 
It is your duty. It is your responsibility, and it's on you. I don't know. Maybe that would not be I effective I, messaging. I hear you on the lotteries. I, don't know. I hear you on that. I don't know what works with 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 Americans, but I guess you could maybe you could make it like a patriotic thing or something. I don't know. Right. Did you tie it to um, mm. education somehow. What well, well, or yes, tie to education. I don't know, man. But plateauing at fifty percent, not good. No. Because, like you said, this this. Uh, Delta variant of concern is going to rip through that population like a storm. Like it did in for India. Sure. Like if, yeah. So here in Singapore, we have somewhat of a somewhat of a first row view on what this uh, variant of concern does, and you know it's really not reassuring. So in India, obviously, we you know that there's been some international coverage of the events there, which is a little bit more real when you're here and you have friends who are trying to send over uh, oxygen tanks and respirators to India, to their family. Wow. Um, you know, same thing in Indonesia. Um, so we know people from Indonesia here, and uh, it's just ripping through the population, Malaysia. Um, and the vaccines are, um, although they still offer protection, they're, uh, they offer less of it. Um, the mRNA vaccines hold up the best mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, so far. Still over 80%, right? So still some of the best uh, vaccine results that we've ever had, obviously. And that's uh, the some Pfizer of the other vaccines. and Moderna, right? Um, yes, Pfizer and, and Moderna. But but some of the other, other vaccines uh, offer only around 33% uh, protection from, from severe illness and hospitalization and death. Ouch, really? Uh, the more traditional yeah, technology ones. The AstraZeneca in particular, which is one in, which has been used uh, massively in, uh, in the UK, yeah. which is why the UK right now is stressing out over, uh, over the Delta variant of concern. Um, so this is, these are not um, encouraging developments by any means. Uh, and I know that in the U.S., like a couple of cases of uh, the Delta VOC have been identified, so that means that it's 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 there mm -hmm. to stay because it's 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 considerably more contagious. So that's what people will catch, and that in a matter of months it will it will probably uh, take over the entire um, the entire population, right? It will, meaning it will be the variant which spreads. Right. It will be coronavirus. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna win. It's gonna win over the other variants. So it's gonna it's gonna rip through the non-vaccinated population much faster. Yeah, um, and and that in itself is of concern because that means that you're gonna have more hospitalizations at the same time. Yeah, right? so it's just that's just a matter of volume. So it puts more pressure on the on the healthcare system. Well, then we're uh, right back also, into the same soup where what was the early call? Uh, flatten right, the curve. Right in order to keep the hospital systems from getting overwhelmed, we're gonna do it again. <laughs> well, unless unless the vaccination rates go up over the next few months, but they really have to go up. And yeah, They have to fast. go up to 70, 80% fast. Yeah. So the capacity to vaccinate is there. I, I think right now it's just unwillingness of people to get vaccinated, especially as life, and, and that might, one might argue that it's, a, it's somewhat of a policy failure, Hmm. Um, to consider that availability of the vaccine is all that is required for um, for opening back up. Oh, interesting. Uh, and for canceling, yeah. right? It's availability, yeah. and so everybody can get vaccinated, so let's just get rid of all the measures. 
Um, whereas one could argue that it should be tied to the total percentage um, of people who have been vaccinated. At least that's what what's going on here in in Asia. People are t that governments are tying it to the vaccinate to the effective vaccination rate. Yeah, uh, which seems like a better, much you know, um, better strategy long term. Yeah, but you know, it wasn't gonna. It, 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 keeping things closed, I, I even hesitate to call it a lockdown because nothing ever, 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 ever approached like what Wuhan had. It never got that far. So the restrictions that we had, at least here in the United States, and I think hmm. definitely in Europe as well, uh, people just weren't going to tolerate that. People just aren't going to tolerate that. I mean, yes, okay, so maybe in a perfect world we tie it to some overall vaccination rate, but people aren't going to wait. <laughs> I mean, we're going to have, we're already having low-grade civil unrest over all of it, right? It would just get worse if you told people they're going to have to do this for like another year. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, that would be that would be somewhat catastrophic, yeah, for sure. But, you know, you might, for example, consider putting in place incentives around vaccination status. Yes. Um, you know, restaurants, uh, travel. I agree with all of those things. Absolutely. That would seem that would seem reasonable um, as an incentive to f for people to get vaccinated. Because I think, like, if you hear these kinds of, like... The I heard you say travel just, passport, sir. Travel passport. The, Evil words. Yeah, which, which in the U.S. is considered... Evil. Uh, morally, <laughs> the moral equivalent of the Holocaust, apparently, right? That's, that's right. <laughs> that's, masks. Right, Sorry, right. that was masks. Oh, that masks, was masks were the Sorry, moral was... equivalent of the Holocaust. Right, right. You're overstating I, I, your case, sir. <laughs> I might have a couple of Jewish friends who uh, disagree. Who had some have some <laughs> thoughts on that. <laughs> yeah, that's a little bit crazy. But I mean, yeah, yeah, that would be that would be something that which might work. Um, but of course, it would be it would be wildly unpopular. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just look I how hard would, it is to sense. get people to. To, to go along with vaccines for their children, to get into school, right? Uh, at least yeah, here in I the find States. It very, I mean, uh, I, I always have to somehow pull myself out of my local context, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I think, interestingly, uh, what's, what's going, what seems to be going on in, in, in Western Europe is that um, vaccination hesitancy has more or less disappeared. Oh, great. Um, I know that in the Netherlands, according to polls, we're at 95 to 98% uh, willingness to get vaccinated. Really? Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's really encouraging. I'm not sure about France. I mean, France is probably going to be lower because they complain more. Um, they what? But I, I, I expect it's going to go up as well, you know. So I think... I think hesitation is going to be less of an issue overall in Western Europe um, compared to the U.S. Um, over the next couple of months. Good, good, good. Well, yeah, yeah, that's good. I, that, that's good. But you know, then it's just it then it's just getting supply could. going. I, has that turned itself around? I guess what the EU Commission fumbled the rollout of the vaccine, but is it widely yeah, available yeah. yet, or no? Yeah, now it's now it's pretty widely available. Okay. Um, widely available. Yeah, yeah. You can just you can. I know that in France you can just book an appointment now. Um, for you know, if you're an adult, um, mm -hmm. if you're an adult, you can you can get a jab. Uh, it might be a little bit complicated to get a slot next to your home, but you can definitely get one. Mm. Uh, I know that in the Netherlands, uh, every anyone over eighteen can now get vaccinated. Good. Um, so yeah. You might have to wait like 10 days to get your first jab or something. So that's where we were about three, four months ago. 
And, you know, here we are three months down the road and, you know, widely available appointments are plentiful near, near you. Um, but everything you're describing is exactly where we were three, four months ago, where it hadn't been approved for younger children or I guess older children. And, um, like people were driving a couple of hours down from Chicago, the big city near us down to the state Capitol because there were appointments there and not up by them. And, um, but here we are now and it's, it's widely available. So it's coming, man. That's, that's, that's great news that that is. Yeah. Yeah. It's coming. And, 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 and you guys will get there for sure. But I think, you you know, declaring this a a victory, (laughs) uh, sounds completely unreasonable. Uh, I see all these things online that, you know, everyone online appears to be saying that, that this is over. Yeah. Which sounds extremely strange to me from a scientific point of view. It, at any rate, there's no way to consider this over by by a long shot. Well, we are in uh, we are in a blissful, I call it two to three months here, uh, and mm. then things are going to and we're going out to dinner and we're seeing friends and um, and then it's going to blow up as we've talked about for all the reasons we've talked about already. And um, every government here is going to have to decide to what degree to force things back into restrictions. Could threaten the start of the school year. I'm very concerned about it. Um, yeah, because people, because because honestly, like I'm I'm looking at the numbers now as we speak, and I'm seeing all of these states like Idaho, mm-hmm. uh, Tennessee, Louisiana is it at on under thirty five percent. It's crazy. Yeah. And yeah. I was just in a yesterday. I was just in um, for a, a special event for Juneteenth, celebrating the end of slavery here in the U.S. Good stuff. I was down in this part of town where they were having a Freedom Fest party. Um, it's a poor oh, area. Nice. It's a minority, majority area. Um, the representative for the city down there said that the vaccination rate was 15%, one five. Yeah, that's not good, dude. It's not good. That is, that is not going to get the job very, done. That is very, very worrying. But at this event, the National Guard was administering doses to whomever wanted them. So just go get them, yeah. go get them. I mean, just what, what, what's wrong with these people? Why don't they border lines to get vaccinated? No, no, just, just walk over to the truck that the national guard had sitting there and get your shot. Yeah. Were they lining up? I mean, was there, was there like a, it was early in the day when I was there. So I'd be curious to see what it was like last night uh, when like the main bands and everything were, were happening. That's, that's concerning to me yeah. that, that, you know, with this level of availability, people are not taking it. Something is going horribly wrong either in the messaging um i don't know what's going well clearly these well, people i'm not 100 like percent up, up on this but what i have heard a little bit is minority populations here in the states black populations are very skeptical of the medical establishment so special outreach efforts need to be done there um you know and um uh, but i don't know you know that's as much as i know on that where that hesitancy oh, comes from that's probably yeah that but it's not idea. poverty. Fifteen percent. Right? That's all I got to say. Because it's right. So it appears to be some sort of cultural uh, hesitancy. Right. right. Is that what you're so, saying? Yeah. Well, that's that's very yeah. It's disappointing. Very troubling. But you know, again, again to her credit, again, you know, she just, was up there telling people walk over there and do right. it. So that was good messaging. Because um, because the, the thing is, and that is the thing about these about this Delta variant of concern and the next ones that are going to be around the corner probably is that you, you need to have both shots. Yeah, right. To be to be sufficiently protected, so the the this takes the time. Yeah, 
Yeah, so it takes time. So you need at least so if you start vaccinating them now, you know, you need at least at least a month, uh, at least 6 weeks, yeah. right? If, yep. Uh to reach a level of sufficient protection. So if there's real hesitancy like oh boy, you're giving me you a really pit in my stomach, sir, fast. when you start to lay out the timeline. Yeah, right? That doesn't sound good, right? Nope. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. We'll, we'll see how it we'll goes. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. But you know, as they say, the vaccine right? works, we'll people. Go get it. Go get it. Science, <laughs> miracle, yeah. all this stuff. Oh, speaking of science, we had a, a request from a listener. We, ha- we had Jim hi, from Michigan. <laughs> hi. Oh, hi. Hey, Jim. <laughs> I also know Jim. <laughs> Ask us to comment on a, a story out of the Wall Street Journal about a, a scientist um, who. Early on, back in 2020, said that the coronavirus could have leaked from the lab in Wuhan, uh, but you know, no one wanted to hear it. It was heavily politicized. But now people are willing to hear this. Um, I don't know. Did you get a chance to to read it? You got any thoughts? I did, so this is this is like this is all the thing now in the U.S. Right? Mm-hmm. This whole Wuhan lab thing. Mm-hmm. I, uh, yeah, I think she hits the nail on the head. It was heavily politicized. Yeah, uh, I think it still is actually. So. I'm not sure it has changed in any meaningful way. Yeah, yeah. I'll put uh, up a link to the article. It's just being politicized by other people uh, under a different angle. But now it seems to be it's like, like 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 to me as an outsider, it seems to be part of some sort of anti-China narrative. Yeah. Um, so I'm not particularly. I mean, so from an objective scientific point of view, right? Yes, it totally could have come from a lab there. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, then again, the 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 previous coronaviruses um, all came from animals, um, as far as we know. Probably yep. as far as SARS know, one, most likely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, MERS. It took um, them. By the way, it took them ten years to figure out that SAR, where SARS one came from. <laughs> yeah, it's super difficult. It's super difficult. Yeah. Well, and I think like actually in this case, there's also there's issues with the timeline as well, right? So we yeah. know that that the timeline on this thing isn't what we think it is. Um, so we know from uh, from um, investigations into blood donations, uh, a serum analysis, and stuff like that, that it's for example, it was in the U.S. much earlier uh, than we thought it was. Mm-hmm. It was probably in Europe much earlier than we thought it was. So it didn't, um, when it was first identified, uh, in Wuhan, it probably was already spreading everywhere. Um, at least this was starting to look like to my understanding or, or had not that- mutated into the form that went so crazy. Right. Yeah, exactly. So it's not quite, so we don't know yet and it's going to take a while to figure it out. Yeah. Um, what I'm more concerned about, honestly, is 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 why why people have such strong beliefs in one over the other, yeah. right? So there's clearly, if you talk to people who sort of like China, they will very clearly say that this is all a conspiracy, right? And so that's a very strong opinion, yep, uh, which I don't think is warranted. Uh, and also people who are super pro lap league, um, I also find that strange. Uh, because there's just you know we don't have data. Of course, the problem is that we cannot get data. There it is. Yep. So let's let's just say that it's a a possibility that it leaked from a lab in Wuhan, right? Again, this gets I think so. I this also gets mistaken with um, and mixed up with 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 sort of conspiracy theories about gain of function research that might have gone on there and stuff like that. The well, the no, reality they did do probably that research there though. 
They, they were doing gain but, of function research at but, that lab. But, 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 but the reality is if, um, I don't think that's had the, that has been clearly established, by the way, mm, at all. You don't think? I, I, I no. think there have been grant programs that have funneled money for, for uh, gain of function research, which, just to explain it, just in case, gain of function, what they do is uh, they improve the ability of a virus to infect people in order to study how it infects people. Yes, and with gain of function, and try to make it okay. So let's see. Publish text in this debate extend into how scientists study infectious diseases. Sometimes some scientists have cited the lab leak scenario in pushing for greater scrutiny of gain of function experiments. The broadly defined are intended to make pathogens more powerful to better understand their behavior and risk. Yeah. So I'm not sure that this has been. Uh, I think the latest was that there was denial of gain of function research. Then again, even but, if they but did. We're talking, I, <laughs> so why can't we know things? Because we're talking about communist China. Uh, no, because it's a foreign power. Oh, it's not come just, on. No, no. No, 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 no. You have to be realistic about it. It's communist China, but you guys... If this like, happened foreign, in the Netherlands no. or in France or in the United States... Yeah, they're not, they're not powers. Come on, they're countries. Oh, <laughs> come on. So there's, there is, right? There is, All right, there what is, are you saying here? There is the US, there is China, right? There's maybe Russia or something. There's India. Uh -huh. None of these people are going to admit anything that leads to global catastrophe, right? To think that anyone would have admitted anything if this had happened in the US is, is delusional at best, right? Um, but we this, have I, a system by which they don't have to admit it we can wring it out of them uh, because right, we mean, have sure. countervailing systems to try to ferret out what actually happened. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, governments yeah, lie. Yeah, All luck. governments lie. And the United States listen, lies listen. routinely. This is, this is, and that's where my problem with this whole thing uh, lies. This is, this is all political. All of this is political and about power and about saving face and whatever. And more specifically, geopolitical, right? This is, this yes, is geopolitical. This is world yes, this is, stuff. Yeah. This is about this is about justifying also potentially measures, wars. Uh, this is about things that have, that, that. Have, that have nothing to do with the reality of any of it. And also, we don't. Of course, we need to know what really happened in the long run from a scientific point of view because that will help us. Yeah. But it doesn't really change our current situation in any meaningful way. I agree with that. Um, we can just sort of assume that there is a uh, distribution of likelihood between the zoological uh, hypothesis and the lab break scenario, right? And, and, and we know that both of those things happen in reality, yeah. right? Viruses escape from labs. And also viruses escape from uh, animal reservoirs. Mm -hmm. Jump both, from animals. Both of those things happen. So what I would like to hear is how we're going to deal with both of those scenarios <laughs> next time this happens, right? And why none of the Western countries managed the situation correctly yeah. while it was unfolding. So I, I, I would like for there to be a, lar a much stronger focus on that part of the equation just based on the fact that we we don't know we might never know uh, and actually we don't really need to know unless you you're intending to go to war over this or something and that's a um, great point let's focus on what we can control if we're going to broadly describe ourselves right. as western democracies or whatever you want to call it let's focus on what we can control 
and set aside this issue until we get to the end? Because you're right. What What is, you cannot divorce it from the geopolitical purpose, which is the, the burgeoning Cold War between the United States and China, uh, the rising power coming up behind the existing power. And the degree to which that stokes geopolitical tensions, it is not just useless, it's dangerous. And there's no reason to go there. And you're absolutely right. It does not prepare us for the next one. So what? let's focus on what we can control and de-emphasize this geopolitical shit because it's going to take us to bad places. Very bad places. Also, also, you're already seeing sort of the sort of the the fallout of all this in the U.S. Right? I I see so so many videos uh, of Asian hate crimes. There's that uh, online. Um, yeah, it's crazy. It's it's just Ugly crazy. Stuff. So I just think people getting slugged right on the street. I don't know. Probably be well served to say, well, we don't know, right? Yeah. Let's just say we don't know. Both both hypotheses might be true, right? Yeah. We know that both things happen. Both things have happened before. And we need to figure out, you know, at some point, um, which one it is in this case. Well, and I really uh, like again, the suggestion, suggestion in the article that what we need to push for uh, is an international organization that focuses on this kind of research. And I don't think the article makes the parallel, but I would. The IEAE, International Atomic Energy... Right. I can't remember the acronym. Anyway, mm -hmm. we have an umbrella group for the entire world that keeps track of nuclear armaments because it's too dangerous. We need a similar sort of thing in this space. And hard to do, as the article... I'll have the link. You can look at it. It's hard to do. Uh, but again, this is something within our control that we can mm -hmm. start to push forward to prepare for the next one. Yeah, and also if they want to, if 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 we really want to focus this conversation on um, on safety and biosafety precautions around labs, if if that's the reason we want to know, right? Yeah. Uh, assuming that's the reason we want to know, yeah. then we should probably also um, talk about how it's getting much cheaper and much easier to do this kind of research. Oh, God. Right? It's and true. that's one of the other reasons why you need an umbrella organization, because you're going to have small groups of people doing this stuff in, uh, in a room or in a cave. Yeah. Uh, and they are going to do it. Yeah, right? on purpose. And I, I guarantee you that their bedroom where they're m making... The next uh, variant uh, has lower biosafety uh, standards <laughs> than a, than a lab, than the think? level two lab of uh, of Doctor Xi in Wuhan. <laughs> so you know that's something we should probably worry about. And also, and also, the objective there is clearly uh, to to make weapons out of it. Right? Yes, right, and unleash you know God's will or whatever the justification is, right upon. The world right exactly um, exactly so 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 i'm it it's not that you know what bothers me is that is that both cams seem to know the truth right <laughs> which which is which they cannot possibly know because no one knows right um especially considering the fact obviously that that china and that the lab and everyone working there denies everything obviously yes um so we cannot know the truth for now. Let's focus on on less the scientists and let let the the politicians sort it out without you know without spending too much time on it in in in, in public discourse and in the media, and let's focus on the things that will actually um, pay dividends, right? That yeah. actually have a high 
return on investment because uh, either we focus on this and we just get more hate crime right and it doesn't yeah. get us anywhere yeah and, and we and get more hatred risk geopolitical um, tensions to use the euphemism yeah mm -hmm. or we focus on stuff we can do something about which is asking why you know for example everybody collectively sat on their asses right uh, <laughs> even as italy was was burning right yeah like ah oh, i won't come here yeah yeah, well, it yeah already was it already was there and right why now, did we go so it, quickly to politicize it, it right right and right. certainly so in the that. u.s context <laughs> right and, and are you now better prepared for the next one because it's gonna come no right. we're not better prepared the next hell one's we come. haven't even resolved all of our issues with it's not done the old saying about history is yeah. is not in the past it's not even you know over or whatever i mean it hmm. um yeah we're, we're not even done with that one um you know just uh, i don't know that it's worth going into but just your mention of doing this in the media um, that's certainly part of the story, too, is that uh, at least here in the United States, the media circled around and just called even these ideas conspiracy theories. And it's like, no, it never was that. What? It, it, yeah, it's, it's a perfectly logical question to ask, but it's also information free, right? <laughs> we, we just can't know. Yeah, exactly. Um, no one is calling this a conspiracy. That's why I find these... The these headlines the, the lab these, leak one these are or yeah well hell, nobody's calling that a conspiracy a, theory even right? if it was a deliberate leak you you can't know now why in the hell would they deliberately leak it, it, it asinine anyway yeah yeah i don't know but it's definitely not a conspiracy theory it's but it was slammed easy. down it got all wrapped up in anti-trump sentiment and all the this kind of thing I, it did well, here that's anyway. why you shouldn't politicize stuff not you like know, diseases yeah <laughs> Right. like yeah like facts you shouldn't but of course you know with trump it was a little bit of um of a crazy time it served his purposes right i recall he yeah he wanted to politicize it to to take take the heat off of him and to play the geopolitical game against china right and create outside enemies yeah. so i mean obviously i'm gonna say this but he bears a shit ton of the blame for politicizing oh, yeah, all for of sure. this. Yeah. And you well, know, honestly, he did, yeah, if yeah. he hadn't politicized it in the way he did, he would be president right now. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, if he if he had acted, I think. Yeah. Uh, and managed to save uh, Americans from this illness, then he would have probably uh, be reelected. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I, I believe that. Um, that's in some alternate reality. But you know what? I just want to know, when can I go back to eating bats? soon i hope because <laughs> man it's killing me oh god i i haven't had a bat in, god in ages i'm just watching batman on reruns and, <laughs> just, just, and you're just sitting there licking your lips the whole time yeah, just eat, eating chicken satay looking at batman it's not the same thing I, I want my bat soup having dinosaurs instead of mammals it just it just doesn't get the job done <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I uh, want to anyway, mention man. one last thing before we're done here, and it was the G7 yeah. summit uh, that was mm -hmm. held in Europe with Biden and the leaders of Europe. Speaking of geopolitical alliances, uh, what a change in tone. We are, we are allies. We are democracies. We are in this together. Uh, that is absolutely not the message that Trump was sending when he was president, and I am very happy for my vote for Biden because this was a big part of the reason uh, that I made the vote I did, and it's at least that part is coming true. Um, 
not trying to stoke the big next Cold War with China, but I do firmly believe that the Western democracies committed to civil liberties and human rights need to stick together. Uh, And it was nice to see. Um, I don't think these battles are done here in the U.S., but it was nice to see. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah. Was that our good news? I I don't know. I guess so. That was our good news. That is certainly good news. Shit, I didn't... There we go. Let me say all of that Ah. again. (laughs) Bats, they're delicious. Yes, bats, they're delicious. (laughs) Listen, there's there's no one who wants this to come out of a lab more than me. I just want to go back to eating bats. Yeah, really? Right? Yeah. It's all we wanted out of this. It's being stigmatized right now. It's really... It is. And and that's sad. That's truly sad. It is sad. Yeah. You know, I guess I have one other piece of good news. I watched a video on um, carbon capture technologies, which uh, get poo-pooed a lot, and I do think we need to switch to renewables quickly, but I was impressed at the state of those technologies. Maybe we can geoengineer our way a little bit out of this. And plant trees, Mm. people. And grow bats. And grow bats. (laughs) They're delicious. (laughs) I'm just stuck on the bats now. All right, I'm going to have to go eat something. (laughs) All right. Hey, uh, good luck with the move. Thanks. Yeah, and uh, we will talk again here in a little bit. So see you on the see you on the other side, man. Awesome. Take care. Talk soon.